This is a fan-based parody. Star Wars was created by George Lucas and is currently owned by Disney. Please support the official release. Last time on Weekend Star Warriors. Dun, dun, dun. You have First, I a dead know, star wh- where on are your we? planet. We're in hyperspace planet. running mm-hmm. away from Endor. Oh, okay. Yep, that. All right. Would you believe I genuinely forgot this was coming until John started describing it. I've seen those movies so many times. I was like, oh yeah, we're going to go to Endor and it's going to be great. We're going to have a fun little adventure. <laughs> yeah, I felt the same way, except it was my home. Oh. Yeah. Several jumps have eaten into your fuel reserves. Yeah. Are we in the unknown region? We are now. Into the unknown! Uh, into the unknown! So, the demolisher comes out on your tail. Ah. The ship rocks as you're shot. One of its shots misses, flies off, into space and stops, suddenly exploding out of nowhere. Mm. A ship uncloaks. It's a ship that looks somewhat similar to an acclimator class cruiser, kind of a pre-star destroyer. The demolisher, this ship that's been following us for several days, is dead in one hit. Wow. Wow. And our ship is dead in the water. And we're getting pulled in. And you hear in Cybisti in an accented voice that none of us can understand. This is Commander Inegetnet Neurodo of the Chis Expansionary Defense Fleet. You have invaded our sovereign territory. Prepare to be boarded. Resistance will be met with the same result that you witnessed to your pursuer. This is your only warning. The Chis never shoot first, but if you shoot first, you will never shoot again. It cuts transmission and... Resistance is futile? Trans- <laughs> I translate it for them. Well, we're being boarded, so um, maybe just be really nice and ask them for some fuel and this can all work out. And now, we rejoin our heroes. You are brought into this massive hangar. Not that massive, but big enough for your ship. And you are surrounded on all sides by various armored soldiers. Do they look like stormtroopers? Somewhat, but their masks are completely mirrored. You can't quite see what they look like under their masks. It looks kind of like a space helmet. Hmm. Zizix checks his face in one of the... <laughs> we haven't come out of the ship yet. We're oh, okay. still hiding in the ship. Gotcha. Please and don't do that. I'm gonna. Zizix, what you have heard is that this is Major Inanaget Narodo of the Chis Expansionary Defense Fleet, Ninth Phalanx. To, to you too, sir. Power down all of your weapons and prepare to be boarded. You will Uh-oh. not be given a second. You are to exit your ship unarmed immediately. Any failure to comply will result in immediate arrest. Okay. And uh, this translate. Guys, uh, they want us to exit the ship immediately without any weapons. And if we don't, they're going to arrest us. So we're not under arrest. Not yet, but things aren't looking good. Well, if we comply, we might be okay because we were on the run. From are, Do we know anything about these people? Well, they're armor looks vaguely imperial, but then again, I've seen old Alderani armor that looked vaguely imperial, too. I feel like these guys will interpret any questions as a threat, so maybe we put a pin in that and do what they say for now. Can I wear my mask? I Just in case they are working with the Empire. That should be fine, just as long as we're not armed. So we should store our weapons here and hide them. May we shut down? Yes. Okay, all of the droids go into mm. formation and curl up into little balls and shut down. Okay. All right, here okay. we go, I guess. So, yep. we start walking down. 
All of these armored humanoids are watching us. It is very much like the scene in the Rise of the Resistance ride. (laughs) Except their helmets are mirrored and smooth. One of them, who seems to be of higher rank, they're wearing black uniforms. All of their... The darker the uniform, the higher the rank. Well, all of the armor is kind of a dark gray, but this one isn't wearing armor. Oh. She is wearing a military dress uniform that is black and has a red patch. Well, not quite red. Burgundy or maroon. That looks a bit like a seven-pointed star on either shoulder and a couple rank insignias you don't recognize. She, too, is wearing a helmet. She lifts it up. Her face is a deep blue, and her eyes are glowing red. I'm sure that's fine. Her hair is dark blue, tied behind her in a ponytail. She looks at all of you. Follow, she says inside Misty, and turns and starts walking. Zizix kind of gestures to the others, and he's like, follow her. (laughs) And we do that. Okay. We all follow through a path that these soldiers suddenly have made for us. We continue following her through the corridors. All of us can feel eyes on our backs and guns as well, as a couple of the guards continue behind us. We eventually come to a door. She opens it, steps inside. There's a desk, seems to be a conference table. She gestures for all of you to take a seat at the table. We sit. We sit down. This is bizarre. (laughs) Now she looks at you, Zizix. You see everything that's going on, Uh but you can't understand it. Right. She looks at you. Who are you? We're the Fuzz Club. Ever heard of us? She looks at some of her guards, the two that are with you. No. What are your names? I'm Zizix. This is Ping Pong and McClaw and Shogo, and we liberate those who need to be liberated. She writes something down. This <laughs> kind of like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Why did you jump to this location? People who oppressed the people that we liberated were pursuing us, and we had very limited options. You chose to come here? We basically pointed our ship at the blackness and hit jump. Who was the ship pursuing you? Empire. What were your coordinates when you started your fleeing, when they started pursuing you? Zizix gives them to her. Where is your final destination? Well, we were aiming for Endor but the aforementioned Empire has apparently established a presence there, so that is no longer an option. Describe this presence. It basically looks like it did at the beginning of Return of the Jedi, right? So there's a lot of ships in the Star Destroyer, but the big important thing is there's a second Death Star, and it's almost complete. Her eyes widen. Yeah. She looks at the others. Have you ever seen species that looked like us before? No, I haven't, right? Uh, you may have seen Pantorans, 
but they have blue skin, but they also have white hair instead of black and uh, yellow eyes that don't glow. Basically tell her that and say that's that's the closest I've seen. What can you tell me about this empire? I, are you serious? You, you don't know the empire? Uh, gosh, I've never had to explain the empire to someone before. Um, imagine that the people least suited to making decisions for the good of everyone became the people in charge and wanted to maintain that hold at any cost. Now imagine that the rest of the galaxy is understandably pretty upset by this, and these people then squash any attempt at freedom or liberation. Basically, just, just picture the worst people you know and then imagine they're in charge of running everything. That's the Empire. They're bad news. And what can you tell me of the Rebellion? Well, um... Roll for perception. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Alright. Persuasion! That's an eight. Okay, you don't notice anything. What can you tell us about the Rebellion? Well, I'm not gonna give you names or anything, but, uh... You're a member of them? In spirit, yes. I don't know how official it is. Technically, they all view you as a hero because of what you did at Hoth. So you're, even if you haven't been officially recognized, you're essentially right up there with Chewie in terms of. No, I I know. Um, hero he's he's trying to downplay his connection yeah. just in case they're in any danger. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna give you names or anything, but uh, they're doing their best. But it's really not been easy lately with the might of the Empire. They're fractured, split into groups, hard to coordinate. Who do you believe is going to win? Zizix pauses and he goes, Well, I know who I want to win, but honestly, I genuinely don't know. It seems like a toss-up at this point. What are your professions? You first. What do I'm, you do on the ship? Oh, what do I do on the ship? I am. I thought. I thought you wanted me to say that I was a uh, jizz player. Yeah. Um. <laughs> on the ship, I astronavigate and translate when necessary, and able, which isn't very often. Uh, she points at ping pong, who immediately goes like. <laughs> <laughs> ping pong makes the come at me bro pose, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> He points to Ping Pong, and he says, She, believe it or not, is our medic. She heals people. Points to Shogo. He's an informant and a warrior. Points to McClaw. He's the muscle. She goes over her notes. Sizzix in his head is kind of like, Huh, we have two guys that are the muscle, (laughs) essentially. Well, I guess Shogo's more the trainer. Right. He, that's partly why he said informant, which, because that's... He's the charming rogue. Oh. (laughs) They asked me, not Shogo, what he is. Shogo is sitting perfectly still, staring ahead. For all you know, he could be sleeping. Sizzix, like, kind of waves a paw in front of his face. Any reaction at all? He turns to you. Oh, you're awake. Okay, cool. I do hope you're not making fools of us to these new people. Shogo, baby, come on, when have we ever made fools of ourselves? 
<laughs> he holds his head in his hand, and the major looks at you. What did you say to him? Oh, he just... And what, what did he say to you? He just wants me to make sure that I'm not making fools of all of us by talking to you. But I think it's going pretty well, don't you? Always with the writing. She looks at her notes again. She looks at McClaw. What did you say his name was? McClaw? Her eyes widen. <laughs> oh, so you've heard of him, but not the Fuzz Club. I see how it is. Okay. The McClaw? Sissick's <laughs> like, kind of does a double take and is like, yeah. She straightens her uniform, <laughs> looks at the two guards. They both stand up at attention. Roll for perception. Twelve. You notice that their fingers are not tightening on their triggers at all. Okay, good. The guards are speaking to each other in hushed tones. That is the McClaw, the one who nuked a slaver opera house from orbit? One and the same. She cracks her first smile. Navigator, please translate these words exactly. Slaver Slayer McClaw. Slaver Slayer McClaw. Our people share your hatred of slavery and greatly admire your work on Zygeria. Our people have been tracking a nomadic race known as the Vagari, made up entirely of slavers, and would greatly appreciate your help in ridding the galaxy of such scum. You want McClaw to do a genocide? While we have laws in our own society preventing us from taking violent action against anyone who has not instigated violence against us, some of our wiser minds believe that to allow this force to grow in strength would eventually lead to our own enslavement at the hands of the Vagari. Slaver Slayer? <laughs> Say that five times fast. Uh, just a little hint. Sure. Chiss, to refer to you as your job title is probably one of the best compliments they can refer to you. Oh. So calling you Navigator is a compliment. And calling I... him Slaver Slayer is a compliment. Yes, it sounds like one. Zizek's kind of like... Straightens up a little bit to like mirroring them. <laughs> like, hmm, okay, well, indeed. Allow me to present to you a gift in the form of a promise. Okay. When we finally locate the coordinates of the Vagari home fleet, we will send you those coordinates. Can we count on you to do what you do best? Now, throughout this conversation, you've noticed that she has said your name a lot and has pointed to you and roll for a perception. Twenty. I rolled an eight and a twelve. <laughs> Twenty-two. It's really. You've only seen a certain expression like this once before. That on your son's face when a celebrity visited Kashyyyk. Of shock and awe, like so celebrity and, struck. Mm -hmm. Starstruck. Starstruck. Thank you. Like wanting an autograph. Type. I have a puzzled look on my face. <laughs> and so Zizix eventually finishes talking to her and turns to you. It's like. Uh, I have been asked to translate Slaver Slayer McClaw. These folks know of you and were big fans of your work on Zygeria. Oh, yes, Zygeria. Um, they've told me that... Hey, Shogo, you remember Zygeria? <laughs> yeah, that was fine. Good times. Yes. Okay, continue, sorry. They told me that they know of a race named the Vagari, is that right? Um, who it, which is made up entirely of slavers. And they are worried about falling under enslavement, especially if they if these these people were to find the empire and join forces or anything. So, they are offering you a job. They are offering to give us the coordinates 
to the Vagari's homeworld as soon as they find them and sending you there to do what you do best. Murder the shit out of a bunch just, of slavers. Just just little old me? Or do I get to go with, you know, or do you guys get to come with? What with, did he say? He wants to know if all of us can come with to participate in the slaver slaying. Because that that is a multiple. She looks at the rest of you. He can take whoever he wants. You can take whoever you want. Ooh. <laughs> but we cannot be involved. They can't be involved. They're... Uh, Species prohibits violence unless it's been unless they have had violence done to them. So, uh, which is why they need us to do it instead of doing it themselves. Oh, well, I'm so used to this type of work. Uh, yes, absolutely, of course, and I understand. You know, the, the, the stipulations. <laughs> he he understands and accepts your terms. Now, as far as payment, <laughs> other than us being set free, he he is inquiring. If there is further payment other than our freedom. I didn't take him for a bargainer. I didn't either, truth be told. <laughs> Translate. She says she didn't take you for a bargainer. I didn't get where I was just by being dumb. <laughs> <laughs> What's a more chivalrous way to translate that? He says he didn't get to where he is without learning a few things. There we go. Well, technically, we are not allowed to give help to either side. We're supposed to stay neutral and just observe. Those are the laws of our land. But this asking of you is under the table. My higher-ups do not know about it. So I suppose we can give you a couple pieces of assistance, provided that they cannot be traced to us. We will refuel your ship and drop you off at whatever coordinates you need. Zizix translates for Maclaw and finishes with, uh, they'll, they'll pay us in fuel, essentially. Cool. <laughs> Tell them, yeah. Uh, Zizik says Maclaw agrees to these terms and looks forward to doing some more slaver slaying. Wow, that is hard to say. Excellent. I will leave a mission briefing in your ship. It will be translated into basic. Thank you. Appreciate that. Roll for perception. Six. Okay, nothing. <laughs> uh, be warned, it will self-destruct one minute after opening, so read it fast. Okay. <laughs> I translate from McClaw. They're going to leave a mission brief on our ship. Uh, read it fast, because it'll self-destruct after a minute. Okay, quick question. Yes. As far as this mission. They are going to release us right now, right? And then once they get to the coordinates, they're going to contact us? I ask if that is the plan. We will release you. However, we don't know their coordinates. One of our better minds almost managed to completely defeat the Vagari uh, several several years ago, but they managed to escape due to certain unforeseen circumstances. So they have been in hiding from us. Do you have anything about the coordinates? I, I'm a pretty good navigator. Maybe I can help. They are always on the move. Mm. So it's not... It's not, it's not that you place. don't. Ha- it's not that you have incomplete data. It's that you you try and follow him. Mm-hmm. Do you have a timeline on when you might know them? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I tell McLeod. Yes, they're going to set us free, but they don't have the coordinates yet. They want to get them to us as soon as they have them. All right. Anything so, I can tell you about them before you read the briefing? Uh, yeah. Um, how difficult is it going to be to go in there and? 
slay them? What are their defense systems like? What are their coordinations like? We haven't seen many of them alive. We do know that they wear very tall hats. (laughs) Armored hats. They're short, and they don't like being short. (laughs) Additionally, their ships are surrounded by transparasteel bubbles, several of them on the hull, like blisters, and they keep slaves in those bubbles to dissuade people from shooting their ships. Live slaves. They use literal human shields? (laughs) That's horrible. I mean, not human, but... Living shields. Little living shields. Like that Rick and Morty episode? (laughs) Yes. Excuse me, that Rick and Morty holodrama? Go ahead and translate to him. Uh, They don't know... They haven't seen too many of them alive, so they don't know too much about them, but they do have ships that have transparasteel pods of slaves, essentially, which means we can't shoot the ships. You're telling me that they're on the outside yes. of the ships, kind of protecting them as a human shield, or not as a living shield? Yes, you have the transparent steel and then the human, the living shield right behind it, protecting the ship. This kind is of, why they called them up for my expertise. Undoubtedly so. Very well, I'm pretty sure the, the good, juicy parts of the mission briefing will be in the, uh, on the mission of... On the exploding yeah. piece of paper. <laughs> Alright, very well. So we will be able to open it when we are on our ship, or where... Or is it like an envelope that the it's data an envelope that they gave us? It's an envelope, we'll say an envelope. <laughs> and it is translated <laughs> to basic. How espionage McClaw. Your mission, should you choose to accept, <laughs> is to murder the shit out of a bunch of slavers. <laughs> McClaw, roll for perception. Again, 24. I rolled another 17. This time I added the extra two that I have invested into the thing. Why... Because he always rolls so good. Yo. Yes. Is it? Yes. Why, how is it translated into basic if they can't speak basic? That's a good question. I ask her. And she says in basic, As expected of you, Mr. McClough. <laughs> slaver slayer. Uh-huh. You, you can speak it? basic this whole time. Now, is this all your people or is it just you? We have to have some secrets, don't we? (laughs) Zizix points at her and he goes, you. I like you. (laughs) It's easier to determine whether someone is lying when they think you can't speak their language. Well then, since you do know basic, how's how's my translation job? Pretty good, right? (laughs) Yes, your Cybisty is a little rusty. Eh, I haven't had to use it in a while. Unless I was using big words. That's true. (laughs) I'm not so good with the big words. Now, Navigator, it seems this Empire has scanned your ship and knows their specific signature. So no matter where you go, this Empire will be able to find you. And if they find you, they might be able to find us. I see. Do you have any remedies for that? We don't. But we can drop you off at any place you want, and hopefully you know of a place that specializes in espionage and altering ship identification. And unfortunately, you do. Oh, no. (laughs) Back to the homestead, huh? What happened? She was practicing Cybisti, and, uh... They told us that, um, the Empire is tracking our ship's signature i guess it is (coughs) and so wherever we go they'll find us they don't know how to fix it but there is a place we can go where my home planet we're going to bothaway 
Sure seems that way. <laughs> that is what you meant, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Back to the old stomping grounds. You know you're going to be received with a warm welcome, right? Oh, absolutely. It's going to be great. I'm so eager to go back there. I don't know why I haven't done it before. Well, maybe they won't recognize you. Zizek's just kind of... Like... Gestures. Dude, D- does this look Bothawian to you? Dude, does this look Bothan to you? Shogo says this? Mm-hmm. Shogo, dude, you've been with us for how long? Since the beginning, dude. And guess what? This guy just screams attention. He dyed his hair, so maybe... <laughs> But then he burns half of it. Still here. <laughs> Can still hear you. Yeah, good. <laughs> I take it you may have difficulty with returning home. I mean, I'm not a wimp. I'll do it. I'm just, you know, I didn't le- exactly leave there on the best terms. We have certain disguises which may assist you. This guy's actually sounds great. What are you thinking? Hair clippers? <laughs> we do have those, but I would suggest a dye job. Some of our more vain individuals, she touches her hair, prefer <laughs> to go blonde. Well, they do have more fun. But <laughs> <sighs> it be blonde all over, it's gonna be great. <laughs> A sparkle in the wind, in the sun. <laughs> and upon hearing Ping Pong's growling stomach, they have summoned forth a bunch of snacks for us. Oh, excellent. Oh, thank you! <laughs> it's a safe assumption that Ping Pong always has a snack. Yeah. yeah. So, it never uh, bothers me when we're snacking, because we're definitely doing it in-game at the same time. They, uh, Major Ina Naget Nyorodo. Ina Naget Nyorodo. Ina? Can I call you Ina? Uh, you can call me by my core name, Annette. Annette. All right. Thank you, Annette. Delicious. Yes. They taste just like carrots. What, <laughs> like a crunchy bug sort of I go pie. up to Annette, and I ask her, do you have a piece of paper and a pen? She hands them to you. I write down, to my greatest fan. <laughs> <laughs> We're not on Bothawing yet. No, but she... she <laughs> no, these she, guys are big fans. Oh, they're big fans of me. No, no. Yeah. Hey, got to get started, all right? I get it, I get okay, it. Okay, okay? Hey, yeah. it was me, I'm So I write down to my biggest fan. She looks at it. She reaches for it. I'm afraid I cannot accept this. If my higher-ups knew that I had any contact with you, I would be exiled. Hmm. Perhaps... Well, that Save was good practice. <laughs> <laughs> Save it. Save, Save it, it for, for me. And if you wouldn't mind, for these two as well. <laughs> if you could. The guards behind her. So time yours leg. is oh, two in it. <laughs> and who are the other two? I haven't thought of names for them. Ping and Pong. <laughs> Wait. Cheech and Chong. <laughs> yes! Yes! Dude, that's it's totally McClough over there. Cannon. <laughs> Yes, I'll have to think of her long, guards, Cheech and Chong. long chis names that have core names of Cheech and Chong. <laughs> now this good is just for... and they always join us for some spice. Yeah, <laughs> they've got for... the good spice. Mm-hmm. This is just for your context. 
The Chiss have very weird naming conventions. One of their names is uh, their occupation. Another name is the family that they were adopted into. Those two names are combined together. And then usually the name that blends in the center of it is the core name, mm. which they go by as a nickname. Got it. So, Actually. for example, the character Thrawn, his original name was Mithron Yorodo. Mm. Oh, I, I'd heard that before, I think. Mm-hmm. Also, they value... Uh, your occupation over your family. Yes, mm. they've been addressing us by our job titles, which is apparently a form of very high respect. Oh, well, thank you so much. What do they call ping pong? Doctor. No. Because I told them you're the medic. <laughs> which yeah, is cool. true. Sure. Am I? Well, the, her question was, what, do the, what does everyone do on the ship? Oh. Uh, and navigator, doctor... Slaver Slayer. Yeah. Say that five times fast. Slaver Slayer, Slaver Slaver. No. no see? It didn't see. work. It didn't happen. <laughs> we'll say that they've just talked about dying Zizix fur blonde. All right. I think that's a good look for you. You think so? Yeah. I think oh. you look quite, like, sleek. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know... If you want to seem not suspicious on Bathui, you have to stand out as much as possible. So Great. So yeah. I guess I'll just stay the same. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that we will excel at this mission, well. even if I'm not excited for it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Weekend Star Warriors. I am your host and game master, Johnny Boy. Star Wars was created by George Lucas and is currently owned by Disney. This game follows the basic rules of the Edge of the Empire role-playing game, and rulebooks are available wherever books are still sold. Zizix Moth was played by Jeffrey Gardner. You can follow him on Instagram at Jeffaplus. Ping Pong was played by Kat Johnston. You can follow her on Instagram at BirdieCat82. McClaw was played by Edgar Cuevas. There's no need to follow him. He's already following you. Please like, share, and subscribe, and we'll be releasing the next episode in a couple of weeks. May the Force be with you, and remember... They use literal human shields? (coughs) That's horrible. I mean, not human, but...